Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Rogue AI podcast. This is episode 13. This is your host, Will, and I am joined today by Crazy, and we've got a lot of news to talk about today. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of news to talk about today. Like an abnormal amount. <laughs> In the past, like, yeah, like week and some change, like, we have had some fantastic bunches of news like i literally spam yeah. the, the spam the uh rogue AI discord today with uh topics <laughs> and yeah, there's a lot of them i was hoping to not have to talk about twitch again this week but Bad. they are but they fucked up by association this week they didn't make the they didn't make the bad move themselves but by association and what I'm talking about, of course, is Streamlabs. The proprietor of Streamlabs OBS is falling under some uh, pretty serious allegations from uh, Lightstream, who is the developer of a of a uh, console streaming software, and from OBS, the OBS project, who uh, of course made OBS and made it open source. But the entire Lightstream allegation consists of uh, them alleging that Streamlabs basically copy-pasted the uh, information page for their console streaming software that Twitch is partnering with Streamlabs to uh, put out. So Twitch didn't directly fuck up. They are just uh, fuck fucking up by association here. Uh, kind of sucks for Twitch. Yeah, kind of. It's, it's really interesting. Huh? Yeah, this time I actually kind of feel bad for Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> like that's rare. In, in these days, that it is, is rare. rare. Just how the fuck up that they made in the past. And following the uh, live stream allegations, the OBS studio tweeted on Twitter. Let's see, I've got it, and. This was yesterday at 7.32 p.m. Uh, Central Time. So, like, the day before we're recording this. And this tweet verbatim says, Near the launch of Streamlabs OBS, Streamlabs reached out to us about using the OBS name. We kindly asked them not to. They did so anyway and followed up by filing a trademark. We've tried to sort this out in private, and they have been uncooperative at every turn. Holy shit. So, ooh, the tea has been spilled, man. Holy shit. <laughs> like, so Streamlabs used the OBS name without OBS's consent. Yes. Without, per without like, permission, basically. And then, <laughs> on top of that, went and filed the trademark that includes the, the, word, the letters OBS in there, too, so. Lots of disrespect there. Oh, damn. Like, that would be like if you were to post a uh, banger video, Crazy, mm -hmm. and someone came along and said, hey, I want to put my own, I want to post this video on my channel too, but I want to use, put my intro and uh, outro on there and nothing else. Yeah. And then I also yeah. want to monetize that shit. And not give yeah. you a dime on it. That's what it sounds like. That's that's yeah. that's the equivalent of this for like 
on a smaller scale. It's like if somebody stole your video verbatim and just added their intro and outro to it and like called it a day. Like, yeah. what the fuck, man? It is incredibly disheartening for me because I love Streamlabs. They're fucking awesome. Like, anytime I've ever had, like, technical problems with OBS in general, they've been MVPs and they've helped me out. And it just kind of sucks that they uh, didn't, that they didn't, uh, that they didn't use their own name for the stuff like the sort like the source code is open projects that are open uh, like the source code is open source so they're allowed to use the the code but they could have named the shit like obit like streamlabs live or some shit yeah like there's no reason they had to steal obs's name without uh them asking for it this is yeah, it sucks. Just down bad, man. And now they're trending on Twitter. Uh, big, big streamers such as uh, Pokimane, Hassan, and several other like partnered streamers and check marks on Twitter are calling them out for this and saying that if they don't sort it out, they're gonna lose service. Oh, and shit. it's insane, man absolutely insane this is a scandal breaking out and another big piece of this is not only does this look bad for streamlabs but stream elements could come through and be the undisputed number one streaming streaming uh assistance tool after this is all said and done yeah because if you remember uh last month I believe if not the month before at the very end, I think is either like October or late September stream elements took a hundred million dollars in investments. So if stream elements plays their cards, right, they could be on top. They could be top dog, like no competition. It would be insane. (laughs) If they play their cards, right. If they play their cards right. And stream elements, they are awesome. And I believe they are going to do it. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I believe so too. I get you though. I'm seeing a lot of check marks though. Talking about this. It is something else for sure. Like, wow. What a scandal. For them to fall into. Like, oh my gosh. And hey, we've got a lot more news than just that to cover here. And I want to try to get some quick ones out of the way. YouTube removed the uh, public dislike count. If you guys have not been aware, YouTube decided very controversially to disable the uh, public viewing of uh, dislikes on videos. It hasn't rolled out to all channels, but generally on YouTube, you will see this. And when they announced it, I quote tweeted and said, oh, I like this. But I thought they were talking about deciding to keep the dislike button altogether and keep it the way it was. I did not realize that these fuckers removed the public publicity of the dislike count, like universally. 
Yeah. And formerly, yeah, I said some... I was like, I said I was like, what are they doing? Yeah. What? Are, what are, like I, I, some of some of the YouTube's arguments was like, there's people out there that just spam the dislike on videos, and I, I could see that, but at the same time, you, you know, like I, the like founder of earlier, YouTube, they should, they should let like, like creators do it. If they you know wanna, the founder of YouTube that posted the me at the zoo video. He has changed the description of that video in protest of this decision. You know you fucked up bad when the, one of the founders of this entire platform is against the decision. <laughs> and formerly, creators could choose to keep their ratings hidden and their sub counts hidden. So this is not something that feels like it's necessary at all. It just feels like it protects uh, corporations from getting bullied. It's all yeah. It feels like they're pandering to corporations and stuff Trying like to that. Make sure like, because you know corporations hide their uh, like ratings that they're going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just going to get clowned on other platforms. So this is just yeah. like YouTube saying, hey, we're going to stop you from getting clowned on Twitter because you uh, hid your ratings. Yeah, so that's a big piece. I don't know of, what you <laughs> This is a big piece of uh YouTube news there. And uh not sure a lot of you I'm not sure I know you're not a sports person crazy, but for those of you uh, that are sports fans out there, the Staples Center, the home of the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers, as well as several uh big LCS tournaments over the years, will officially be taking a naming deal starting on Christmas day this year in 2021, December 25th, they will officially be known. The Staples center will be officially known, be known as the crypto.com center or the crypto.com oh. arena. They <laughs> have taken a new naming rights sponsor. Oh. So that's awesome. Like you, know, you yeah. love to, you love to see us. Uh, you love to see uh, some change there. But it's going to suck not being able to call it the Staples Center anymore, especially since it's one of the most iconic arenas in the NBA. Aside from uh, TD Garden and uh, Madison Square Garden, which are the mm-hmm. Celtics and Knicks arenas, respectively. The uh, Staples Center has to be a top, uh, close third. And... It's been insane. Like I think the Lakers have used the Staples Center since the nineties, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I think so, crypto's a good news though. Crypto.com though. Wow. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. Like, and for those of you that follow Smash out there, Zero has broken the silence yesterday and released a YouTube video responding to the allegations put against him last year for grooming and inappropriate contact with a minor. And if you guys remember from the gaming hmm. Me Too movement, that it the hmm. progenitor of it was the Smash community and Zero in particular was the biggest among those names. And like from what I had saw on the comments on that YouTube video, the support was there. There was a lot of support from his fans. 
and it seemed to paint a picture as the like as if the uh smash reddit community was like really against him and tried to cancel him but i'm not too versed on the situation i'll have to look into it more but it certainly uh certainly gets spicy there we're gonna have to see how that develops how the community responds to zero coming back he's uh gonna be making content again so we're gonna see how that develops it's gonna be interesting for sure yeah yeah like i don't don't know a lot about the situation so i I don't know. I don't know what to talk about with that. Yeah, I just know it's like a big piece though, because he was like one of the first people to get canceled basically yeah. for that. So we're gonna see how the community responds to that. Because as uh some of you that know me well know, a content creator I used to associate with in some way got canceled for grooming and came back and still streams on Twitch and it seems like nothing really happened besides like a probably 50% cut in viewership for that person and that's very disheartening knowing that that person was guilty and is a fucking scumbag fuck you Joe you're a fucking scumbag I hope you listen to this and know that you're a fucking scumbag and need to take accountability for your actions. That's yeah, all I've got to say. She needs to fucking take accountability. That's going to be yeah. the last thing I ever say about that. It doesn't matter if you went to therapy. It doesn't matter if you feel bad. What matters is that you take responsibility for the shit. Yeah. And there's no responsibility to be taken over the whole uh, grooming allegations. Versus the other general then, scummy behavior, and then and then Twitch hasn't done anything about it too, which is really sad as well. Because oh, you yeah. would think that you would think that they would actually help their platform and make it more secure, but no, there's people like her that do this shit, and and we probably don't even know about it. That's the scary part. Like there's people out there that probably do this shit that are streamers, and we have no idea. Yeah, there's a lot of malice out here in the uh, streaming world, and I always advise people to uh, be careful out there. Like, you never know who you're talking to 100%. Yeah. Be careful. Not as many, there are not as many people like myself that are just wide open with the fucking crazy shit, so... Most people hide their crazy shit on the inside, but me, I just don't care. And you kind of see that. Like, my whole brand is scuffed. Like, my whole brand is scuffed. I'm 100%, like, open about everything, basically. Yeah. And be that as it may, I still have a moral compass, and I still abide by that moral compass. But uh, a lot of people aren't. And a lot of people are in it for ulterior motives. You can't really 100% trust what's going on in a lot of situations. And it gets weird with creators, especially with that interaction. We've talked about that one on uh, episode four of the podcast with Moss. We had a good discussion about that back then. Yeah, we did. And yeah, yeah, that person that I was just 
talking yeah. about being a scumbag. That was the person we were talking about in that episode of the podcast. Which, uh, which if you guys uh, go back and listen to that one, Moss has decided to change her handles back to her original handles on all socials. Please go and please, yeah, please go show Moss some love on that front as well. It would be much appreciated. She's still a great friend to the podcast and a great person and someone I can 100% endorse. So yeah, do do go show Moss some love, go show episode four, some love. If you want to hear more about this particular topic of creators and accountability for lots of, uh, lots of the scandalous stuff out there. We got into it really deeply with her on that one, but I want to kind of zip through a couple more of these topics before we get to the meaty topics that we have to talk about here. And another smaller piece is Xbox uh, ending their line of uh, backwards compatibility uh, additions with 76 games that they added for the Xbox 20th anniversary, they added 76 games to their roster of backwards compatible games from the Xbox and Xbox 360 eras. Yeah, they did. And, and with those 76, they are concluding. Uh, they are concluding the uh, effort to do so. Which so is so this means they actually get exclusives now. Back. That'd be nice. The big boy exclusive that Xbox has crazy is Elder Scrolls 6, and we all know this. Yeah, so it, wasn't it confirmed that El- Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be... Um, Xbox, Xbox and PC, yes. Yeah. That's the thing about Xbox exclusives, too. They're always going to come on PC because of Microsoft, so... I mean, Sony has kind of games on PC now as well, so... Yeah, but they move theirs after like a year or two, like a year, two years, three years, depending on the uh, game. Yeah. So Sony keeps their exclusives exclusive, which you love to see. Yeah, and Sony actually has good exclusives. (laughs) Yeah, they have a good number, so... Xbox's main feature to compete with Sony at this point is being diminished and there are a lot of backwards compatible games for Xbox that I absolutely adore. You know, actually, that, there's a lot of games from the original Xbox era that I adore, like all of the Halo thing, games. Actually, if you have an Xbox, or I think is it are, are these coming to PC as well? These um, backwards games, not that I know of. I think they're just okay, being so added to the uh, Xbox store marketplace for Xbox One and Series X and S. So if you have an Xbox One or above, you should go and play Max Payne 3 since it's backwards compatible now. Yes, the entire Max Payne saga, the entire Max Payne uh, series got added. As well as upscaling upscaling and boosting for Fallout 3 and New Vegas. Beautiful games, by the way. As well as a lot of bangers. And if... I know that Unreal Championship and Unreal Championship 2 were in that list a long time ago, I believe. If, like, for those of you that don't know, I'm a big fucking Unreal Tournament fan. 
and those are those are console ports of Unreal Tournament 2003 and then a uh, Xbox exclusive sequel to that port which has its own lore which was actually very interesting like I don't think anyone would ever care for the lore of Unreal Tournament but hey, like Unreal Championship 2 was fucking interesting man it's a game that you would definitely have to check out I think I think that I think what Xbox has going for them right now is game. Yeah, I, like, it is. It's the one thing that's really competing with Sony at the moment. That and their Series S is just three hundred bucks, which is a really good deal. And the fact that you can find the Series S in stores. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like. Yeah. Like. PlayStation like Five. One year later, PlayStation Five is still impossible to find in stores. Friend, like IRL friends, tell me they have not been able to find one at all. I told them the uh, method you got yours from, crazy, and they say that every time they try, it's a farce. Like it doesn't work. Yeah. And speaking of the uh, availability yeah. of PS Fives, this is something I just remembered. Didn't put on the board. Best Buy is going to be opening a subscription service that's around $200 per year to reserve an item to purchase it when it gets in stock. So, like, your graphics cards and your consoles. Yeah, yeah. Good luck, man. You got to pay $200 extra now. (laughs) So, yeah, so Best Buy is is joining the fucking game they, they like they said fuck this they said fuck this they they said like either you, either you like you die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain fucking best boss said fuck it we're scalping too motherfucker <laughs> just went in and said you know what you have to pay two hundred dollars more just to get a fucking ps5 that's yep. that's six hundred dollars plus another boy, two oh boy $800. I might as well just buy it, pay a scalper at that point. And yeah, you want to talk about the, the, the little shit show that we had with the, with one of the games? One iconic games? A trilogy, perhaps? Not quite. You remember uh, the uh, <laughs> video I posted of me doing the seance in Phasmophobia last week? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I jumped yeah. into the um, yeah I jumped into uh, last month's nightmare update with Raptor and uh, Axel, and man, that shit is so much more fun now. The game has a lot more uh, content. The UIs are cleaner. I still remember there are more ghost tops. The ev- there's more like tools to use now, and the the like the ghost hunting like the ghost hunting itself. Is like a lot smarter. Mm-hmm. Like the ghost hunting AI is smarter. I still remember how you call that the ghost. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you guys want to know how I summon ghosts in Phasmo to hunt, <laughs> I just literally run up and just start cursing like a fucking sailor. And in this video, I literally just went into the ghost area and just started saying "bitch ass pussy ass bitch pussy ass bitch." <laughs> oh, no, pussy ass bitch repeatedly and it started hunting 
and then I juke and I ran away from it and got a, and juked it too. So yeah. hey, that's a fucking dub right there. Didn't edit the YouTube video upload at all. I just fucking posted the raw footage. Yeah, with some audio it. leveling. And I was just like, this is so good, I'm just gonna post it raw and not even edit it. Like yeah. it was funny. It's hilarious. God, I love I I love phasmophobia when when I'm able to play with the Raptor because Raptor is like a fucking Phasmo Sharpa. Like the best phasmophobia player that I've ever seen. Raptor like knows how to knows how to like figure out what the ghost is so you can run around and fuck with it. <laughs> it's like my favorite part is fucking with the ghost. And man, that man, shit was fun. You're just telling me to get a PC at this point. And some other small gaming news. Uh, Saints Row was delayed until August 2022. Yeah. Uh, so it was delayed until August 2022, which is really interesting to see, but they, they actually, uh, the developers actually fucking, uh, they dropped a statement about it, and they said that they, that they're done with the, like, gameplay and stuff, but they were just, they're going to tune in the quality. They're gonna fine tune the quality and the smoothness of the game, and that's why I think it's just it, it, it was just August, so they didn't change it to twenty twenty three. They just put it to August twenty twenty two, which is not that bad. And what I, I find I the funniest was, out of all of this is what? Saints Row is a competitor to was a competitor back in the day to Grand Theft Auto, who just released the fucking shit uh, yeah. show of the century. Where, well, we'll 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 be we'll get there when we get there. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish this thing with Saints Row. <laughs> so, I think it's a good thing that they're doing this because uh, February, as we all know, is like the biggest the biggest month for gaming because there's a lot of fucking games that are coming out that month. You got your Elden Ring to your Horizon to your Sifu, which Sifu is having an announcement this Friday and. Wait, is God of War Ragnarok dropping in February as well, or are they dropping in the no. fall? Yeah, my bet is they're going to drop after February. I can see it after March, because I generally don't think uh, Sony wants Horizon and God of War to compete in the same month. I figured, you know, they would come out with more, like, E3 content for God of War, and then release it later in the year. Yeah, they're probably gonna leave. I I could see it releasing like late twenty twenty two, like around after March. I could see it releasing after March or April. All right. Yeah. So are we ready to talk uh, about GTA trilogy? The GTA trilogy. Yeah. God dang, I can't talk. The GTA <laughs> trilogy, the Soldier Console Edition. That is that is my working title for that. <laughs> I am not calling it anything else. It is not the definitive edition. It's the Soldier Console edition. At all, man. I've seen the screenshots. I've seen the gameplay. It's so bad. It's so sad though that like we talked I, about the we talked about the trilogy like several several times on this podcast. Yeah, we've been excited and to try we, it, but yeah, we were excited for it. it like we thought it was gonna be fucking banger. Like GTA Five. Uh, graphics quality like we thought they were going to put it on the new engine but what they decided what rockstar decided to do was to contract grove street games who is a uh, independent developer 
to remas to to redo all of these games, and they did such a shit job with it. Oh my fucking god! They did. God. They fucking did. <laughs> like, they really did. They and, fucked it up. And not only that, but you you know the PC version of the definitive edition, crazy or the Soldier Console edition? My bad. Is not available on the Rockstar Games uh, launcher or available for purchase right now. Uh, no, it is available for purchase now. It's still not available they, for. Uh, I think it was. Yeah, it was unavailable for a good four days after was, launch. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's available now. I think because because uh, what they did was uh, the Rockstar launcher fucking. It, it it broke, and then they had to remove the the trilogy. They couldn't you can't purchase it or play it because you know the Rockstar launcher. You, you know the reason behind that, though, right? Because these motherfuckers Why? included all of the original files from the original games oh, yeah, in yeah, yeah. the files, including the music, including the hot coffee mod that got fucking Rockstar in trouble back in two thousand four including most of the fucking source code for the games. Yeah. The original versions of the games. And all that good shit. It's just what a fucking shit show. Terrible, man. What a shit show. <laughs> like the like the it, the character models look so fucking bad. They look so bad. They're b- game breaking bugs. There are stupid bugs like if you wiggle your car back and forth in GTA three in that in the in this edition, your car will get abnormally fat. I'm not even kidding. It is this is an actual thing. Then you see the controls too. The 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 fucking combat controls were so bad. Yeah, the only the only extras the only extra features they added for controls, guys is the uh, yeah, Unreal Engine like locking on mechanic which yeah. is like easy, like which is something I could do in fucking Unreal tournament editor when I was using that very easy like mm-hmm. if, if somebody as stupid as me can l- learn how to apply that to something that means that you guys should be trying harder and as well as adding a weapon wheel a la GTA 5 all they did was add a weapon wheel and do something that I could do. And yeah. I'm like the dumbest person ever when it comes to uh They also, they also added a radio wheel editing. Radio wheel too? Pog. It's like they focus more on the UI than the fucking gameplay. And, and have you seen the rain effects for, for uh, San yes. Andreas? Blind yes. rain effects. Yes, it looks like a Snapchat filter. And it's like the, the thing is, there were mods for these games, the original versions of these games that like restore, you know, that fixed the bugs that the games launched with, as well as like lots of quality of life improvements. Yeah. To preserve the original games, which cannot be bought anymore on the uh, marketplace, yeah, they, by the way. Because they were Rockstar fucking took it all down. Yeah, like Rockstar DMs, Rockstar and Take Two, uh, cease and desisted DMCA. So many mod creators, like anything that uses a uh, Rockstar, uh, a Rockstar asset, any mod that did got taken down, 
and this is a dis- huge disrespect to the mod community because as you very well know crazy GTA uh-huh. 5 vanilla GTA 5 gets fuck fuck all of viewers on Twitch what part of GTA 5 gets all the viewers tell me uh, no like what particular like type of GTA streams do you see on the Twitch directory GTA 5 <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go to the Twitch directory, crazy, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read out what kind of uh, GTA Five streams we're getting right now. Okay, go for it. All right. Speaking of which, GTA Five is number two on the Twitch directory right now, over two hundred thousand viewers. Holy shit! But the best streams, no pixel, no pixel. Cop RP. Uh, We're talking about fucking RP mods. RP mods, okay. Keeping this game alive on Twitch. I don't care. Keeping it above all of the esports games in the Twitch directory. Yeah, roleplay, roleplay, all that these fucking no pixel. Those are mods made by the community. Roleplay. That add more features to GTA Online than Rockstar ever could. Yeah, and Maybe. the modders Rockstar. for the original games got their shit DMCA'd and you can imagine these mods are just being made with a lot of love and dedication for the game and not for money so like these guys are doing shit for free that Grove Street Games couldn't even do that's what am- amazes me the most they just did not try. It seems like they they really tried to like sleaze their way through. Didn't even show I, gameplay before launch. They didn't show any, like if gameplay had to leak. Gameplay had to leak. It, it leaked like a day before it launched, and then that's where I was like, "Yeah, I'm not fucking buying this disaster." Which launch? Which which game had it worse on launch though? Cyberpunk or or GTA trilogy? <laughs> Fucking hell, that's going to be a hard one to tell. That's going to be a hard one, man. It's going to be really, really tough. That's a tough one. (laughs) Because the GTA trilogy, like, on launch for PC, it it was off the store and unplayable for, like, four days. Yeah. So, it's a tough one, man. And not only that, but all of the fucking... I can't believe they they left all the music in the uh, game file directory. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. But, yeah, they released a... But they included a cavalcade of uh, important uh, code in there for the public to see. With the uh, game directory files, they left a bunch of fucking juicy code in there for bad for bad faith actors so oh, it's gonna be interesting to see how Rockstar follows this up and it's sad because it's, it's gonna be interesting to see the sales for the net for GTA 5 Enhanced Edition that's coming out next year this, yeah, is really, this is really gonna impact it a lot 
And it's going to be sad because there were other Rockstar titles that I wanted to see get remastered, like the Manhunt games. Red Dead, Red, Red Dead Red Dead 1. Like all of those games needed need a solid, not dog shit remaster. Rockstar, for the love of God, please work on the... the if you do decide to remaster anything else, Rockstar, if you're Actually, listening at all, for the love of God, please, please... Please work on them yourselves. Don't Listen, contract this to a third party that won't take the fucking time of day. Take two, Rockstar. This is what I'm gonna say. The only way y'all can get the you can get out of this, remake Red Dead One. Build it from the from the ground up and make it have the same controls as Red Dead Redemption Two. And do it yourselves. Yes, and do it yourselves. Don't third party studio just don't let a third party studio just fucking do it because we saw what grocery games did here and I, I still can't believe Rockstar and Take-Two said fuck it that is going out in the public like I don't know how mm. they approved it man it is fucking it is a shit show though that's all I've got like, to say Rockstar, Rockstar let a third party studio fuck up three iconic games that they had that actually helped uh, that, that's, that's, those games were the reason that they boosted up and are like one of the biggest studios now. But wow. So also something I forgot to mention before we got into this shit show was that <laughs> Halo Infinite's multiplayer surprise dropped oh, yeah. for the Xbox twentieth anniversary the other day. They did. I wish I had an Xbox. I've Forgot to mention that with the Xbox adding more games to their backwards compatibility roster news, but hey, it happened. But yeah, guys, so the the Infinite, the Halo Infinite multiplayer dropped, which is interesting to see that it dropped already, because it, it, it's mostly so it's fucking COD, Battlefield, and Halo are basically pointing the middle finger at each other right now. Yeah, that's all Xbox has got going for them right now is Halo Infinite. The new yeah, console. The, the downloads were insane. I saw some of the numbers. I downloaded, I downloaded it and could not play the game. Like the game refuses <laughs> to work for me. It crashes nice like bro, it crashes constantly on my PC. It's nice to see, nice to see that Halo is still one of the biggest games. Yeah, first person shooter games. Because yeah. I, I used to play Reach, but I didn't play it a lot, but I only did, like, custom games with my friends. I can't wait for uh, the campaign to drop. Like, that's the part I'm excited yeah. about, is the campaign. Because Halo multiplayer, I was never one of those, like, grind Halo multiplayer type kids when I was a kid. Yeah. Because I didn't have fucking internet back then. Those days, those were fucking before, those were in the Stone Ages before Alabama had widespread internet access. So yeah, good luck fucking getting on the like good luck getting on Xbox Live back in those days. You'd have to set up a LAN party and take your fucking yeah. Xbox to your friend's house to play anything LAN or play anything against actual people. Back in those back in the day when, you know, the first two Halos were out, at least. Uh back in my day we didn't have internet. <laughs> yep. But it's really cool to see that Halo Halo Infinite is getting it's still Halo's still popular to this day. Pretty cool to see that. And I, I fully and I know I'm 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 a Sony consumer, so I just I fucking play PlayStation games. 
But I do fully support the Xbox community and Xbox and what they're doing. I just wish they would actually get exclusives. Don't touch Warner Bros. though. <laughs> Don't touch Warner Bros. But I, I hope y'all can get some exclusives. Cause it'd be nice. All that would right. really... Into the next meaty topic, I suppose, because we could harp on all day about fucking GTA trilogy and how much it was a fucking shit show. But I'm thing, sure the listeners don't want to hear us better. fucking dunk on uh, Grove Street Games for sh- fuck fucking what they moral did to the my story, boy. Moral of the story: Don't fucking pre-order games before you see gameplay. Yeah, like. Yeah, my little, I had a little rant to include here just because of this. And this is going to take not even a couple of minutes. Like, the gaming no. industry right now fucking sucks donkey dicks. Yeah. Because of this whole uh, pre-order, like this whole cycle of pre-order, the game comes out fucking not even finished. People backlash, the game gets fucking taken off the store, and we move on to something for free, overhype it, it dies, and here we are again waiting for another AAA game that's about to do the same thing. And I've noticed this for a while. It's fucking sucks. Yeah, and you notice it, you notice it's like third-party studios too, the studios that make uh, games for all consoles. Yeah. It's mostly them. You don't see people like like you don't see Sony exclusives do that. From what I've seen, I've seen like like Every- God of War. You see your God of Wars, your your Horizons, your Spider Man's. You don't you see them actually like work on it and and yeah. The biggest say, shit show I've seen it. from an exclusive is uh, that abandoned fiasco. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, is that game the- is that game even like? had any updates at all like i have not heard anything about it i haven't really looked into it yet but honestly i i i guess it got abandoned i said the thing he said the thing it's like it's like that bit from family guy like where you know it was like oh i love it when they mm. say the title of the thing in the thing like ah, oh, he said the thing he said the thing. Yeah, there's fucking, there's nothing. There's no news about abandoned. From what I've seen. Yeah, man. Like, the whole gaming industry right now is just fucking dog shit because of that. Everything comes out in fucking early access to blanket the fucking uh, amount of shit that they're going to get for putting out half-assed games. Mm-hmm. Like, like, there have been some really fucking good games that have come out that have not gotten the recognition they res- like they deserve. Like, yeah. Like, Retur- yeah, really like Returnal not being on the Game of the Year nominations. Sucks. Sucks. Fucking sucks. Know. Returnal yeah. was... I heard a lot of good things about Returnal, and I was sad I couldn't play it because I'm not a PlayStation player. Get old Jeff. We're going to have to talk about that one. And... And then you get shit like, uh, you, you know, this is so many fucking beta access things. Like, why is everything beta access now? <laughs> Battlefield, like, 2042 like, early If access. you're releasing a game for fucking $60 that's uh, still beta access, you should go fuck yourself. Like, that's all I'm saying, dog. If it's beta access, let me play that shit for free, dude. Like, if you're, if you're coming out here releasing a half-assed game for money, fuck that bullshit, man. 
I'm I'm playing half-assed games for free. Like they're already fully finished games for free. That, mm-hmm. that are already ready to fucking go. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just eating in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> and it's like and it's like, yeah, there are games like Phasmophobia that are early access and cost money, but not fucking sixty dollars though. Like, like, and this is something that I have. I've, I've always had. And a that's a three-person that. team, and they're doing better work to make their game playable than these this is fucking triple A's. So, Battlefield twenty forty-two it has early access, right? You got to pay what a hundred to one hundred fifty dollars. Twenty extra dollars to play it a week early. Mm-hmm. Which was really dumb. And but... the game didn't release with in-game voice chat. Didn't release with uh leaderboards didn't release with stats pages of any sort some of the fucking sites are really bad and you have to like refresh the site just so it, it can work like the the like a, an attachment and matchmaking and there's there are no server lists for the new battlefield either i have heard which mm-hmm. if you're a pc player you know that having a server list is like the fucking coolest thing ever because you mm-hmm. can see how the servers perform, like what the servers ping, like what your ping is to the server, uh, how many people are in the server, and like how busy, like how much like information is going in and out. Like, there's nothing like that that you can see for the new one. It just sticks you in matchmaking, like uh, like queuing for a fucking game of uh, COD or fucking Apex just- or something. Sad that Battlefield, a uh, fucking AAA studio, das. didn't 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 add voice chat on their game. Like I know it hasn't even launched yet. It's still early access, but still, it's not a good look. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking good. very dasy look for that. Like it's just mm-hmm. everything. That's what I hate about the gaming industry right now is everything comes out fucking early access. And fucking not finished, yet they still charge $60 for it. Like, there's no goddamn way that anything should cost $60 if it's not fucking finished. Oh, a little bit of... So you're telling me if I go to your hamburger restaurant crazy and I order a hamburger and you give me a half raw hamburger (laughs) and say, all right, it's fucking $10.99 plus tax. And I'm sitting here like, this burger, ain't I like. I'm gonna get sick eating this burger. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. fucking pay for it. Go fuck yourself. That's how I feel, man. Like, that's why I usually gravitate towards like free games or lower cost games. Like, I just don't like paying for games because of this. It's made. It's given me PTSD from like wanting to go and buy games. The only like, I'm the very only nervous about buying the fuckers anymore. The only time I will pre-order a game. Is if I know for sure I'm gonna like it, and I know how, and I, I know for sure I'm gonna enjoy it. Like like see like seafood. I've seen gameplay, it's really cool. I have it pre-ordered, and that's probably one of the like like that. And then Guardians of the Galaxy, I that was a single player story driven game. I knew I was gonna like it, but I was you, you saw you, yeah, you, but was Guardians talking. was fucking finished though, and they were like showing receipts like all the way through showing that the game is like performing great it looks great 
and that it's ready to go. They're not like fucking withholding information from you like uh, Rockstar <laughs> with the Rockstar. fucking trilogy. They're not withholding information from you before launch, so you know what you're paying for beforehand. Like, yeah, that's the difference between like Guardians and fucking all of these dog shit games that come out fucking half finished or come out early access and half finished for the fucking full price. I'm gonna be honest, Vanguard. Vanguard has had an okay, it's had a decent drop. It's not the great and not game breaking, but it's not having issues like it's not having server issues like Battlefield is. Yeah, like you gotta hand it to you gotta hand it to COD for actually putting out a finished product. Yeah. Except most games most guns are broken. <laughs> and they're already gonna nerf the shotguns too, which is great. So they they are listening to the community. And yeah, like- such Sledgehammer always does that. Yeah, they like, always do. Yeah, like the whole uh, mm-hmm. the campaign release was good, and multiplayer dropped without significant bugs, so balancing would be the only uh, thing that they'd have to touch on. Yeah, yeah. it's mostly balancing. But, heck, I guess now it's time to get into, uh, I know one that you've been itching to uh, talk about, Spooderman. Spooderman. I actually have another announcement about Spooderman. Spooderman, no way whom. No, oh, so for before we talk about No Way Home, do you remember uh Marvel's Avengers is dropping Spooderman? Yeah. And so they're dropping on November 30th, which is really cool, and I'm still debating getting the game because I heard really bad stuff, but I also heard really good stuff. So but there's a lot more content and I really hope it's on a sale soon so I can get it. But yeah, yeah no way dope, home. Dude. Now, No Way Home. <laughs> Yesterday, the trailer dropped at around at 7.30 p.m. Crazy was waiting all evening for it. I was I like, was all I, crazy. I said, hey, Crazy, you want to play Apex with me? I'll try to get, get like, us a third. <laughs> crazy said, no, I'm waiting for this trailer. <laughs> uh, but it was a really, it was really cool. I yeah, enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, the trailer was yeah, really, yeah, the trailer was entertaining. It was really Really, really good. Lots of hop for the movie, at least on my end, as a uh, casual spotter, spot Spooderman viewer. I'm really happy. Uh, tickets drop November 29th on Cyber Monday, and I, I'm, I'm, I, you know, motherfuckers are gonna scalp those tickets. Yep. But thankfully, I, I'm gonna call my local theater that day and see they have tickets already. Noise. But- but the the a lot of people have seen theories. I've shown Will some of the theories. I don't think I'm gonna show. Uh, I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna talk about them because I don't want to get fucking sued by Sony. I mean, I mean, can we talk about what is obvious from the trailer, like the plot that the trailer put out? This is something I noticed. Yeah, we can talk about that. We so there's been a lot of speculation in the Spider-Man community that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are present in this movie. There's been a lot of discussion about it in those circles. Crazy has mm-hmm. been telling me about this for like the last month or so that it's rumored <laughs> that they're going to be in the movie. And we he, saw was, he was curious as to whether they were going to put them in the trailer or not. They did not appear in the trailer last night, unfortunately. But the plot of this trailer 100% convinces me that they're in this movie. 
Especially so, and, and and once you get the trailer, you see Doc Ock say, "You're not Peter Parker." And this is the—I think that's the Doc Ock from the Amazing Spider-Man movies, is it not? No, no, no. The, They're the from the Spider-Man. OG trilogy. The OG trilogy, yeah. So, so that Doc Ock is from the OG trilogy as well. The Green Goblin from the goddamn original 2003 Spider-Man movie is mm-hmm. in the movie. The fucking so, iconic. What, what was interesting? What was interesting for me is when Doc Ock said, "You're not Peter Parker," so he knows he he knows his Spider-Man, but he doesn't know Tom Spider-Man. So he is from. That that fucking universe, and it's really interesting to see that he does acknowledge it. Yeah, and the inclusion of multiverse theory by mm-hmm. Doctor Strange in this trailer is all I need. Mm. And the way the way he says you're fighting ghosts, meaning they all died by their Spider Man. So you see, Doc Ock died from fucking in Spider Man. What was it, Spider Man? Yeah, the first one, right? I thought the first one was him fighting Green Goblin. Well, yeah, the first one was Green Goblin. You see how he died, and then Spider Man uh, Two Spider-Man was Doc Ock. He dies there. Electro Three was the one where he's, where he was turning into Venom, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Spider Man. Spider Man Three. But in in the Brazil trailer, <laughs> yeah, I think I showed you this, didn't I? Yeah, in the Brazilian version of the trailer, there was a bad guy that was, like, flying through the air, and he just gets punched by fucking nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's, it's speculated that that is Tobey Maguire, mm-hmm. but they fucking just uh, CGI'd him out of the scene because they don't want him in the trailer for some reason. Like, in the trailer, you can see Lizard, the lizard, gets fucking punched by air. Or kicked. I think it's a kick. And I think that was Toby kicking him. But so, we just don't they just CGI they just edited both of the both Andrew and Toby out. I don't get it. The I I just don't get why they wouldn't include them in the trailer though. Because if you put them in the trailer, a lot of casual Spider Man fans that like the original movies, or like a lot of people my age at least, that mm-hmm. were casual viewers. Are gonna be like, holy fuck, Toby Maguire's in this? I'm definitely gonna watch that, you know, because everybody liked Toby Maguire's Spider Man. I mean, there's rumors that another trailer's coming out. And uh, the November 29th is when tickets come out, so maybe they'll drop them there, but who knows? It's either they drop them there or they drop them in the movie at that point. Because the movie comes out in like, what, after, after the tickets come out, it comes out in what, three or four weeks? Yeah, I think so. And it comes out on the 17th, so. Yeah, like three weeks. All right. I was but I'm excited thinking. to see what happens. I generally do feel like they're in the, they're in the movie, though. 100%. Especially seeing fucking Lizard get punched by the air. Yeah, like, it's just so fucking weird why they wouldn't put them in the trailer, though. Because you figured yeah. they, would, they would guarantee ticket sales. By including Toby in the trailer, yeah, I genuinely think from casuals that from casuals that aren't like big Spider-Man fans, but remember the OG Toby Maguire Spider-Man movies, they would go and watch it just because Toby Maguire is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Even if he's not playing Spider-Man and he just makes a cameo as, "Oh, I'm Toby Maguire," like that would be huge, <laughs> like. It doesn't matter. Think, Just including Toby in the trailer would have like guaranteed them some sales. It doesn't. 
the plot is so easy to distinguish though from the trailer alone. Yeah, like the fact like that Tom they're Spider-Man in the movie. Wants to save them. Tom Spider-Man wants to save them since they all die, but he doesn't. He, but Doctor Strange is like you can't. You can't actually save everyone. And 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 when Doctor Strange says they're coming and I can't stop them, I generally believe that's when Andrew and, and Toby get into his universe. Yeah, that's gonna be fucking fun. That's gonna be it's gonna be a fun movie to watch though. For sure. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna go see it in the theater. And the other implication from this uh trailer that I'm getting and mm-hmm. I told crazy this one before the podcast, is Doctor Strange implicating multiple universes also implies that Possibly Marvel and Disney could be preparing to add the X Men into the uh, MCU. Yeah, since Maybe. they're owned by since Fox is owned by Disney now, and uh, Fox yep. held the rights to Marvel to Deadpool and uh, the X Men, which are all both based in the same universe. By the way, they could totally be preparing to bring James McAvoy in as Professor X uh-huh. in a future movie. So tea sipping emojis and such, like yeah, this is gonna be interesting, man. And shoot, is there anything else you want to drop for the uh, trailer, or should we jump into our next topic? Is what I'm trying to figure out here. <laughs> uh, just jump to the next topic. So yeah, this next topic though, guys, is a bit a bit funny for me. Because yesterday, Crazy just, like, randomly out of nowhere, he said, hey, watch this. And fucking, he said, watch my Twitter. And he posts a tweet about a a Call of Duty Vanguard for the second time that day. And it says, look at the likes on both of my tweets. And, oh, boy, Crazy just DC'd from the call. Let's go. Fuck, but while crazy's while while we're waiting for crazy to get back, he had discovered a bot was was liking his posts with the Vanguard Vanguard uh, tag. A uh, uh, welcome back, though. Just explaining the about the bot that you found liking your Vanguard tweets with the Vanguard hashtag. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, this account was had like five thousand plus followers. Had an it was it had a uh it featured a a girl <laughs> in the profile picture and all that stuff had a Twitch account linked with the same name. We clicked into the Twitch. I, I clicked into the Twitch profile to see if they were linking a false Twitch profile to uh like to sell the authenticity of their account. <laughs> And I clicked in. It was an actual person that streams with like 5,000 Twitch followers thereabout. And then I went into their about tab into their panels and clicked them to Twitter and it directed me back to the same Twitter. And that's where I got freaked the fuck out. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I generally don't know if that's a real it was person. Fu- it was funny at first. It was funny that that crazy was getting his tweets liked by a bot. But then when that shit happened, it started freaking me out. And we started getting our uh, detective hats and fucking monocles on to uh, investigate this shit. 
And the best conclusion I came to was that this is an actual Twitter account owned by this girl, but some sort of uh, third-party program or website has uh, got has obtained the rights to obtain permissions from their Twitter account to like other tweets. Like, you know how, uh, like, have you ever done one of those little, uh, like, oh, like, you know, like, it's one of these games, like, oh, this is, like, like, this is your Twitter family or whatever type deal. And they ask uh you for permissions. Mm -hmm. I feel like this person gave up their permissions to like tweets to a third party for one of those Mm -hmm. games. And they're not aware that their that their account is locking all of Crazy's Vanguard tweets. <laughs> that or it's just an actual person looking at tags, honestly. Because the, the the when you look when you go see the when but you go I see highly the pro- doubt that so that a that a gamer girl is spending their entire day looking at the Vanguard tag on Twitter. I, I highly doubt that. Yeah. Like. Just, so weird. I'm I'm, I'm fucking destroying the X button to doubt right there, dog. Like <laughs> I am destroying that fucking X button because I am doubting that shit so hard. Like there's no way. I just think that I just like my theory. I say is the most prominent theory, but hey, if you guys and if you guys listening have any better theories for that, let us know because, man, I want to solve that fucking mystery. <laughs> I do too. Like, I want to solve this mystery without really having like... to confront this person. Because Crazy already <laughs> blocked and moved on. Crazy just said, I'm blocking and moving on. This is too fucking nah, creepy, yeah. man. I haven't, I haven't blocked him yet. I haven't blocked him yet. Oh, you didn't block yet? No. <laughs> I wonder if you DM this person and ask them about it. Like just like take screenshots of you of them liking your tweets. And just ask them about it fucking straight up what would happen. Like You'd be like, who is this weirdo just DMing me? <laughs> I'm I'm just curious to see what like, what's with, like if confronted with the evidence, what would her response be? That's what I want to know. Because this person streams consistently on Twitch. Yeah, they, they do. They do stream consistently on Twitch. And it is but... the same girl in the profile picture, too. That's the weird part. It's what? the same girl from the profile picture. Consistently yeah, streaming on Twitch. Yeah. It's really interesting. It's really weird. Yeah, but... Cause I, I tweeted about Vanguard and like not twenty seconds into the tweet they like it. Uh, that's when I that's when I talked to you and I was like, "Hey, you, you see this shit?" <laughs> and then Crazy said, "Watch this and post another one." Another one. And, fucking, and he liked it. It happens again. <laughs> and then I think Crazy got too spicy with the uh, wording in his tweets. Yeah. And set off a, and and then like it didn't trigger the uh, bot. Yeah. Like, I think the first two you said had, like, the type of wording that it wanted. But then the third <laughs> one that you did didn't want it. Because the I third see. one was, the third one was more like, more like you being, like, apprehensive. Like, it'd be more, I'd say more uh, confrontational. Yeah. To uh, Sledgehammer. So, I don't think that yeah. the bot wanted that one. 
<laughs> so weird. But speaking of COD and such too, we forgot to mention that uh, Activision Blizzard's shareholders are demanding that CEO Bobby Kotick resign after yeah, after uh, sources have uh, let out that he was aware of the misconduct going on in the company and took no action. So yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, the shareholders. Yeah, the shareholders are uh, the big money people. Yeah. So fucking crazy, man. And we also have the Game Awards nominations being revealed. We they were revealed yesterday. I get out, Jeff. Jeff Keighley. And our nominees for Game of the Year are Deathloop from Arcane Studios and Bethesda. Yes. It Takes Two from Hazelot Studios and EA. Metroid mm. Dread from Mercury Steam and Nintendo. Psychonauts 2 from Double Fine and Xbox Game Studios. Ratchet and Clank That's Ripped right. Apart from Insomniac Games and Sony Entertainment. And Resident yeah. Evil Village from Capcom. A uh, solid, and, r- solid lineup there, though. Yeah, Very really solid lineup. I'm still really confused about Deathloop getting Game of the Year, but I, I guess I could see because a lot of people were praising it when it was coming when it came out. Yeah, everybody was everybody was on the Deathloop hop train when it came out. I figured it was a shoe in to uh, make it to this stage. I knew it was a shoe in. Just by yeah. how the nature of the reviews, it was all the shit. And Re- Resident Evil Village, I saw that coming a while, mile away. So yeah, same Resident as Evil Village, Village is high quality. That same as Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> yeah, Ratchet and Clank. Shout out to Insomniac Games, fucking I coming through. Yeah. Big shout out to Insomniac. They dropped fucking Miles Morales and Ratchet and Clank this year, and they dropped Miles Morales last year. Just... Yeah. Then they're working on two Marvel games, which is insane. Oh, yeah, they're coming out with Spider-Man, I think, yeah, Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine as well. So good luck to them on that. But yeah. one I'm confused about not seeing in this list is Returnal. I Returnal? Thought, I thought Returnal was going to be in here, like, for sure. Psychonauts 2 is the only game in this list that I have not heard of heard of ever. I've heard of Psychonauts. I I've never seen gameplay. I've never really looked into it, but I did hear. Yeah, yeah. like Psychonauts was the only one I've never heard of. I'm 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 grateful that Metroid Dread made it in too. I felt like it was yeah. going to be heavily underrated because it was a uh, side scroller, like a 2D game. Yeah, I feel like you know, like, and it's a difficult game too. Metroid Dread is fucking difficult from what I've seen. Yeah, and. But- Besides that, the only the only other category that I felt like I I felt like brought like was like any interesting to me at all or brought any like weird things is the content creator of the year uh, category, which yeah. is for mostly like a mostly American, uh, like and a mostly American thing like the Game Awards has three non-English speaking content creators in this uh, lineup because we have dream and Foosley who are English speaking content creators and dream is my favorite to win. And we've got Gales, 
Abba and Gref G. Gref G. Gref G is the uh, Fortnite guy, the the one that uh broke the Twitch concurrent viewer record when yeah. Fortnite released his skin. And Abba is a, a big Spanish Minecraft streamer. I don't know who the other guy is. Never heard of him before, but hey, he must be making some waves if he's making it this far. So he's he's Twitch's most watched streamer. Oh shit! I thought XQC was Twitch's most watched streamer. I know XQC when he's live at any given time, usually can usually is one percent of Twitch's viewership on his own. Yeah, he was banned two weeks ago from Twitch. And, yeah, that is another uh, piece here. for I guess the Game Awards is trying to be very PG about things. Because if because I don't feel like, you know, I feel like XQC would be in here for Game, you know, Content Creator of the yeah. Year. Yeah. Like, I feel like XQC would be in here if uh, mm-hmm. this were, like, genuine. But I feel like they're going like PG here, so you don't see any content creators that are like brand risks or shout out to risky. Shout out to Back for Blood for being multiplayer for being nominated for multiplayer game and action adventure game. Cyberpunk actually nomination as well. (laughs) Yeah, but Dream is my runaway favorite to win win content creator of the year though. I can see Dream winning actually. I see Dream like running away with it. Like you know, all of his fans are gonna go and make well, accounts for it to vote for this. Like you yeah. know, all of Dream's fans are gonna vote for him. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And now just guess- on that alone, like Dream is like the biggest gaming YouTuber, like period. So yeah, yeah, I can see Dream winning. And uh. Also, game of the year, I can see Resident Evil Village winning. Yeah, Resident Evil Village is the one I'm rooting for as well because I love Resident Evil and I love the uh, Resident Evil Village like story. It was a joy watching Markiplier play that. And uh, heck, I even watched uh, a friend of mine, uh, Dad Stream play through Resident Evil Village the other day, or like the Chris Redfield uh, piece of it. Yeah. Which was really, really cool. So, I think, but I'd I'd say like Resident Evil Village is my favorite that I want to win, but realistically speaking, I think Deathloop's going to take it home. Mm, I, I don't know about that. Just, just by how hard everybody was sucking Arcane Studios' dick when the game came out, it you is. You gotta realize, win. you gotta realize though, Insomniac and Ratchet and Clank, there, it was, it was a, it was a huge hit as well. So, I generally believe it's gonna be between Resident Evil and, and Ratchet and Clank. I don't, I don't see. I Death just feel Loop like, making. I just feel like recency bias favors Deathloop over Ratchet and Clank and Resident Evil Village. We'll see. we'll see. But then re- recency bias also kind of uh, excluded Guardians of the Galaxy from this list, too. Yeah, which should have been game of the year. But you know what? It is what it is. At least Resident Evil Village is there. Yeah, <laughs> at least one of our boys is there. Yeah. Like, my God. 
But also, also shout out to Apex Legends for somehow, some fucking way. <laughs> God damn it! Somehow, some way, managing to get fucking best community support. <laughs> That's like, so funny. How do they do this? Yeah. They get met like I don't know, like. They must have been nominating these fuckers blind because Apex Legends, like respawn, is like really, really quiet about about changing stuff. Yeah. They're really quiet about like like uh like the improvements that need to be done to the game. They only come out after the fact, after everyone already figured out and say I could the see shit. no man's guy winning that category though. Yeah, no Man's Sky, yeah, No Man's Sky would be the one. And Fortnite's gotten a lot better too. Like like Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite and No Man's Sky. I feel like Final Fantasy 14 and No Man's Sky are like the best chances of winning. Yeah. Or at least those would be the ones I would vote for. Because I know Fort, I know Epic and Fortnite don't fucking listen to the players. Destiny Two, uh, they definitely don't fucking listen to the players. And Apex <laughs> Legends, like, to be honest, I wouldn't listen to the Destiny Two community of our Bungie either. But yeah, I'm still surprised. Uh, Cyberpunk has a nomination for two categories: best score and best role playing game. Yeah, that is fucking wild. That is so weird, especially if the, it came out in 2020. So <laughs> I don't understand. But also, Resident Evil 4 VR being the VR game of the year, but I'm surprised uh, Phasmophobia is not in this category here. But then again, Phasmophobia came out last year, I believe. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it came so, out last year. So it wouldn't make it there, but hey, Game Awards. Uh, Believe it happens next month if I'm not making if I'm not uh, mistaken. December ninth. December ninth. Noise. Yeah. So we're gonna keep an eye out for the game awards because they reveal new games at the game awards. So hey, maybe they'll reveal a banger. Maybe they'll re- reveal a release date for Gotham Knights. Like I want them to. Huh? Ooh, that'll, be, that'll be spicy. Yeah, it's three weeks away, so that's going to be interesting. And then after that, the next week is fucking No Way Home, so. December is crazy. And hopefully, Sifu is having an announcement this week on Friday. I can see them moving up the game. Like January or December. Heck. I'm, I'm, I'm like browsing the list of topics to see if we've gotten all of them. And I think we've gotten all of the ones I ri- wrote down except for one. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, thoughts on Arcane Act 2. And this is one I, only I can put input on because Crazy refuses to watch Arcane. <laughs> I'm waiting for the other three episodes to drop. Then I'll watch it. I'll binge watch it one day. So you... So you're waiting for Act Three to come out as well, which will be yeah. Saturday at two a- or midnight Pacific or two a.m. <laughs> our time, three p- three a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fuck! It's a Saturday. Fuck. 
Yes. <laughs> and for those of you in EU, like somewhere between six a like I'd say somewhere between eight a.m. and ten a.m. depending on where you are. Yeah. On that Saturday, so. Arcane has been insanely good. It is fucking amazing and still 10 out of 10 recommend watching it. Act 2 followed very, a very strong act, first act. It followed it very strongly. I love the fucking uh, writing in this show. And there's a, very, there's a very powerful ship going on on Twitter between for two of the characters, not gonna reveal which ones. But, but man, oh man, like the uh, but the writing is so good in Arcane, man. You have to jump in on this, like you you don't want to get left out on this one. And and all I can say is that uh, like. Ortiche, who is the uh, studio that created that did the animation for Arcane, did a really good job. The animation's really good. They did a like they they took their time with this, and it shows. Like it's the best video game inspired show or movie I've ever seen. And that yeah. is like that is like a very high like level of praise to hold from me. It's so good that it got me to play League of Legends again, and then I realized why I quit playing League of Legends again. Because League gets toxic, and I get toxic too. Yeah, you get toxic with League. <laughs> yeah, like, I called someone the R word yesterday in a game, so I'm going to get, like, my League account, like, my Riot account's probably going to get banned. Yeah. So GG's to uh playing Valorant ever again. <laughs> now, now like especially since they have kernel kernel level anti-cheat, I don't think I'm ever gonna be able to play Valorant on my PC again. <laughs> Unless I don't get banned for some reason. Then again, then again, it's bullshit if I get banned because every League of Legends player acts like that. That's all I've gotta say. But if a show's so good it makes me play League of Legends again, you know it's a goddamn good show. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because it wasn't even three hours you were playing and you already told me I, I might get banned. And I'm like, what did you do? I'm like, what did you do? <laughs> oh, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh yeah, I queued in as support. Because you can choose which role you want to queue into. Yeah. And I queue in as support. I get in. I'm support. You know, the game gave me support as my main role. <laughs> and a two stack comes through and said, no, we're taking, you, you know, I'm, you know, I'm playing ADC and this is my support. No. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not playing anything else that's not support. Like, they were trying to stick me in the jungle crazy, which, like, I don't know if I've ever told you the story of me playing jungle the last time. But yeah. on paper, it looked like I was fucking running it down mid, like Tyler 1. Like, I was oh. inting, like, dying on purpose. 
I'm just that bad at playing jungle in League of Legends. I'm that bad at jungle, and I'm like not do, gonna do suffer through that again. The, I got PTSD from the last time I played jungle, and they refuse to like, you know, swerve off of the, you know, the whole like, you know, just let me play support because like I'm not gonna be good at anything else, even though I got the support role in the first place. Yeah. They refused to budge. I picked my support character and went in anyway as a support. And I called them both retarded <laughs> the entire game. Oh my god. I was like, but what? It wasn't even three hours. <laughs> but then again, yeah. like, you got to consider league games last like half an hour, like half an hour crazy. So that was probably like five games in. Mm-hmm. That was like five games in. Probably five games in. Yeah, like my fifth <laughs> game was the game where I called someone retarded. Oh my god! It only took me five games to become a League of Legends, a true League of Legends player. The toxic fuck that no one need, no one needed, but that, but everyone deserved. Like. <laughs> Like, it's just weird. Like, League of Legends is one of those games that I get extremely fucking toxic in because it's a it's alluring and shit, but there are, part, there are like, characters and roles in the game I don't want to play at all. Like, I don't want to play jungle at all because jungle is one of those roles where you don't level up fast. Like, you don't level up fast, and either your character does really good or really bad. And for me, it's really bad because I'm not good at the game. Because I have ADHD and I don't metagame at all. Like, you have to play in, like, fucking 10 minutes ahead in League of Legends crazy, and I'm not one of those people. Does it look like, like, like playing any game with me, do you think I ever plan ahead more than, like, two steps? No, <laughs> because you play Apex Legends with me. I see, I see something move, and I'm already shooting at it. Like I don't stop to look at it. I just fucking start shooting my gun. Like I do not, I do not plan ahead at all. I don't either. <laughs> I play with a very ADHD style. <laughs> like my god. Yeah, you're saying how. Uh, you got you, you you potentially gonna get banned, and it wasn't even three hours. I don't even know. Did, did you get banned or no? Not that I know of. I haven't gotten an email yet, and I haven't tried to play the game again. But also, shout out to my nephew uh, throwing a fit <laughs> in the background. <laughs> shout out to my nephew throwing a fit. I guess uh, he, but yeah. Like, and also, like, I don't even know if we should dive into the off-the-board topic that I asked you about earlier. Do you want to dive into it, crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Fuck it. Go for it. So, before the show, I asked crazy, I was like, do you want to include this particular topic in the show? And he said, what topic? I said, about Nikocado Avocado, our our favorite favorite YouTube chonky boy. Oh, God. And for those of you who don't know, Nikocado Avocado is a, like, mukbang YouTuber, which is, like, 
a genre of videos of people like vlogging and talking while they eat. Yeah. Generally, it's like generally mukbangs are like a group thing. You see like three or four people like eating, like just eating out together or something. But Nikocado Avocado, he is like the degenerate mukbang YouTuber. He eats like. You know when Matt Stoney goes to McDonald's and orders the entire menu for an eating challenge, and you know Matt Stoney's like fucking a hundred pounds or some shit. Now Nikocado right. Avocado is large in charge, and also ordered the entire McDonald's menu, <laughs> <laughs> and eats it in one <laughs> sitting like Matt Stoney. But I don't think he eats it as fast as Matt Stoney. And. Those of you that do know about Nikocado Avocado know he's overly dramatic and he's overly dramatic and like very uh like like dumb in his videos. That's the way I'd have to describe it. Uh-huh. But I was postulating earlier to crazy that Nikocado Avocado is probably one of the smart probably the smartest fat person I've ever fucking seen. Because he gets to, because he gets, like, he manages to find a way to stay relevant at any given time by starting these beefs with these other YouTubers that comment on his, uh, on his videos. Like, they, they make commentary videos about him, and then he makes a response to that while he eats something, and, you know, it's a whole cycle of him getting views and clicks. He is very good at getting clicks. That's all I've yeah. got to say. Like, yeah, because didn't he, didn't he say something about Corey recently? Corey yeah, Kenshin? Like, yeah. Corey X Kenshin made a video about Nikocado Avocado uh, genuinely sharing concern and sending the message home that that he should that he should take care of himself better and not let the pressure of being successful on YouTube destroy his physical and mental health. And boy, oh boy. Uh, yeah. Nikocado avocado's response to that sure did piss off a lot of uh, Corey's fans. <laughs> like, yeah. but, but I do believe very heavily that Nikocado avocado is a character, like a character caricature. Like Doctor Disrespect, yeah. Like Nick, like Nickocado Avocado is a fucking character. There's no way he acts like that off camera. Like he does all of. I think he does all of that on camera because it gets views. Obviously, it gets the views. And then another theory I saw as well being thrown around and this is something i saw literally yesterday is that my man is probably doing this for some sort of like fetish man has some sort of humiliation fetish and he probably gets off to seeing people like uh charlie and Corey extension and meat canyon make fun of him he probably gets off to or, you know, Corey didn't make fun of him, but you know Charlie and Meat Canyon did. But still, he gets off to this stuff. 
Yeah. Him, like Nick and his husband, Orlin, they probably get off to it. And not only that, but they're probably making thousands and thousands of dollars a month in ad revenue. Yeah, well, definitely. And that's just from YouTube. And to consider he also sells uh, mer- self-degrading merch, does OnlyFans and uh, Patreon, which mm-hmm. is uh, very, very uh, interesting and something I'd hope to never be exposed to in my entire life. Please don't. <laughs> please don't. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I don't want to think about it. I don't either. Um... Because if you asked me what hell looks like, I'd probably say something along the lines of Nikocado Avocado's butthole after Taco Bell. But oh god, don't make me like that. Uh, uh, well, what are you doing? Damn, I'm gonna kill crazy, and I'm gonna have to do episode fourteen all on my own. Damn, I don't Next know. Time. I want to kill crazy, but. The- because then he has to go to hell where Nikocado Avocado's butthole or Taco Bell exists. Okay. Oh man. But hey, I could I could definitely say that that in game it would be an honor to have Nikocado Avocado freak the fuck out reacting to this podcast. Hey. <laughs> like, it would be an honor to have him freak the fuck out. I would love to see Nikocado Avocado freak out to to this podcast. Yeah. And like stomp around and like and and then like cry. Oh god. Not that I'm a sadist or anything, but you you gotta know you made it when Nikocado Avocado makes a video <laughs> about you while crying and eating. At this point, like it has to be. At this point, I just think he does it for attention. I just think he's doing it for the money. Because yeah. it's, you know, it's good money, yeah. obviously. Because he's getting uh, 15 million views a pop on each of his channels every month. That's 30 million views a month on yeah. two channels combined. I'm imagining it's a non-gaming CPM, so that's like $7 CPMs. And I'm gonna have to do math here that I'm very bad at because I haven't been to fucking school in like eight years. But I'm gonna do the math. Do it. I don't want to do the math. <laughs> so is it thirty? Thirty one percent. Imagine it would be like seventy thousand dollars a month. <laughs> like and you know, and that's probably like per channel too. So and that's just off of YouTube. I'd say probably seventy thousand dollars a month per channel on YouTube and you know, that's both of his channels. So man. Smartest fat person alive because I know just as many like morbidly obese motherfuckers that don't have YouTube channels making yeah. seventy thousand plus dollars a month off of uh, being fat motherfuckers. So 
Yeah, uh, yeah, big, big respect to Nikocado Avocado for uh, getting his bag. (laughs) Not in a good way, but I I guess he's getting his money. He's getting his bag, and he's eating his fries out of it, too. Oh, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm not even going to, like, repeat the points that everyone else has said about Nikocado Avocado because we know he needs to take care of himself better. We know he needs to uh, eat, like, exercise and all that shit. Like, I'm not going to judge him for that because I'm fat, too. But mainly just... Yeah, big. Yeah, big. I, I just don't think people see that he's playing a character, though. Mm-hmm. I really just see, like, I see a lot of people not believing that he's playing the character, but yeah. somewhere in there, you gotta hope that, uh, you, you just gotta hope that the man actually does try to do something to, to better his physical health so that he doesn't drop off the earth. And not make seventy thousand dollars a month anymore. <laughs> like he's got to know that getting the bag isn't all, all it is because you know you make the bag, but then there's a lot of physical costs to go with it too. That's something I had to realize personally. Oh shit! Guardians of the Galaxy is getting ray tracing today. Hog you. Let's go. I just had a tweet. I just tweeted it like twenty seconds ago. Noise. Right, Chasing mode is now available in video settings. Hidden save rollback feature was added. Wow, that's pretty cool. Dang. But yeah, I generally think he's just acting like a character. He's he's just playing a character just for the money. Yeah, like hopefully, hopefully, when he has enough of that money, he actually tries to better himself. But it's just weird that, like, he's playing, like, the bad guy on YouTube. I feel like he should uh, go after... I feel like uh, he should go after Jake and Logan Paul. Because then he would be the good guy. (laughs) Uh, I'd love to see good guy Nick Akato Avocado go after the Paul brothers. I believe Nick Akato Avocado could beat Jake Paul in a boxing match. Oh, God. Because as soon as Nick Akato goes in for the clinch, it's over. Jack Paul is not going to fucking escape those rolls of man titties. Like, it is not happening. <laughs> Jack's going to drown in man titties. But, man, that is... That is, like, what I wanted to say about that. But I suppose that's about it for the podcast this week. We got through a lot of topics. It's... It's been a vibe, man. Yeah, but it's been a, it was a lot going on. Yeah, a lot of news this week. But to wrap this one up, though, I suppose I want to mention that we hit 500 lifetime views on YouTube for this podcast. And we hit over 100 on Spotify. So, like, we hit a bunch of very important milestones in the last week. As well as, I believe, episode 12 is sitting at 40 views right now. Like, a less than a week after the uh, podcast dropped. And, man, 
the support has been unreal. You guys are the fucking greatest listeners of all time. Lots and lots of love and respect for each and every one of you that tune into this podcast and hear what we have to say. It's absolutely mind blowing. And it makes it an honor to work on this podcast and get it out to you guys. Makes it that much more fun to work on. But crazy, any uh, input on that? Or uh, that's it. Thank you guys for helping. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We truly appreciate it. And uh, until the until episode fourteen, let's see if we get any updates for some of the stuff we talked about today. Yeah. And with that, that'll wrap it up here today, guys. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave a like and also make sure to follow us on Twitter at Rogue AI Podcast. You can follow us individually at Wildebeest 674 and at it's with two S's, Crazy18. All those links will be in the description below. And until next time, guys. This will be it from us. Peace.